Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. Thank you for rocking with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. Thank you for tuning in every week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. You can find us on Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. And you can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback. Yo, what's good out there in the podcast world? It's your boy, Good Life Russ. Um, you already know where you at. You at the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. Uh, thanks for coming out every week, man. Wouldn't be able to do this without y'all. We are still counting down to wrapping up 2021. Almost done with Vlogmas. It's December 24th today, Christmas Eve. Um, happy Xmas Eve, Merry Xmas Eve, Christmas Eve, whatever you celebrate. Um, good fucking shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really do holidays. I don't know what to say to you. Um, enjoy, I guess. Don't spend too much money. Don't go broke on these holidays. So today, 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 we're speaking on being mindful and mindfulness. And mindfulness is key on your journey. It's one of those things you pick up in the beginning and it's good to keep gaining experience and gaining knowledge and being mindful. It only helps you in other areas along your journey. Um, so to me, being mindful is being aware. is, um, And that's being aware of yourself and being aware of others. Not just the things um, we say and do and how it makes us feel, but also how it's perceived, how it makes other people feel, how, you know, this alter and shifts uh, people's aura and how they perceive our energy. We have to be mindful, you know, of how we come across the other. Not so much that we care about how we're coming across, but we're aware of what we're saying and doing and the energy is projecting and also how people are receiving it. Um, very, very complex stuff. But if you work on it day at a time, one day at a time, one situation at a time, you get better at these things. Um, you get better at problem solving, conflict resolution. You get better at being out of body, being able to see yourself as you're acting and reacting and conversing with others. So all of this is about your self-confidence, your self-healing, and your self-awareness. You know what I mean? It starts with you. We have to be aware of ourselves, then we can become aware of others. So this is this ties into heavy into you doing your shadow work, into you trying to find the root of where your trauma that you're holding on to comes from, trying to look back and remember and feel, you know, your childhood and how you feel today and room in areas that you did grow, but also being aware of places that you haven't grown as much. So you can focus on those areas. We want to become aware of ourselves so we can do the work. You know what I mean? What you discover is then you put it to work. So when I discovered, you know, I'll just use myself, for example. So when I discovered, um, I was aware of certain things. I had to become aware that other people weren't also aware of this thing. So, for example, it's like you being a child and someone telling you Santa Claus doesn't exist. Like, there's all types of people in the world, very varying in age. Some who believe in Santa Claus, some who don't. 
So just because Santa Claus doesn't exist to you, does that give you the right to, you know, rip that from someone else when you're ready for them not now to know? Does that give you the right to intrude in someone else's life and now plant a seed of, oh, okay, well, Santa Claus ain't real. You know what I mean? What, what does that do for you? What did you gain out of that? And you just, you know, taking this person's innocence. That who knows how long they wanted to hold on to that. Some Some people don't get that childhood innocence at all. You know what I mean? So now it's, are we being aware of the things that we're doing and saying and, and how it's going to come to someone else? Or are we being aware that this thread we're pulling, it might unravel someone. It might not unravel you, but it might unravel the next person. Every Everyone's not on the same level of awareness as you. Everyone isn't on the same level of healing of you. We have to be aware of that. We have to be able to step out of our ego and understand that. There's so many other people going on and other people's lives that's going on in the same time that our life is going on. We all got the same 24 hours. The only thing that's different is how we spend that 24 hours is what we do during that 24 hours. But we all got the same 24 hours. We're all looking at the same apple just from a different perspective. That's all life is. So we have to be mindful of that. That helps also build up your consideration for others and understanding how they choose to spend their time, how they what they choose to believe in, who they choose to love. And all of this ties into boundaries. Because now when you come, so for example, when we come we're in and out of people's lives, let's say you go into isolation, which is a, a could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. Depends, you know, depends on you. So let's say you go into isolation uh, for two years and you're not talking to anyone. You stay to yourself. You're at home. You don't come out. When you decide to come back out, you have to be mindful that everyone else's life was still going on during that two years, even though you weren't there. And sometimes our ego and entitlement, we think the world stopped because we wasn't around or we can't fathom that people kept their life going on. And, and but even them be happy in our absence. You know what I mean? Even them have a meet good friendships, actually be in love with someone in our absence. We can't fathom that sometimes. So we're not being mindful or considerate that this person had a whole life going on. So once you come back out of that isolation, you have to somewhat reintroduce yourself to people. You have to re-ask questions or relearn people. They have changed in that two years. So for you to assume they were the same person you went in from when you came out, you're not being aware. You're not being mindful. You're not being considerate of them. So I guarantee all these new boundaries in that two years that they set up, you're going to be tiptoeing across them, all of them. <laughs> you're going to be a habitual line stepper over all of their boundaries because you don't even know the boundaries are there. They're landmines at this point. So be mindful that you don't know. Be mindful that this person does still have a life where you're not around. And just ask. If you're curious about something that happened during that time, ask. And if you're not curious, don't ask. Don't act like a person who cares. Be mindful that you don't give a shit. So don't give a shit. Move on with your life. And sometimes we dwell on shit we don't care about. And it's like makes us start to fucking care about it. And obsess with the shit. If you don't care, don't care. Let the shit go. <laughs> but we have to respect people's boundaries. And we have to be mindful that people, just how we set boundaries in our life, other people are setting separate and similar boundaries. So if we care about not crossing those boundaries, we care about not upsetting this person, just ask. Just be mindful that I don't know. And I can't ask this person. We built a re relationship on transparency. So let me just ask. Yeah, it's hard. That's definitely the harder option. But it will fulfill you more. It will build. It will help you build a relationship within yourself, also with others. So, you also have to be mindful um, of how we see ourselves. Look, when we look in the mirror, what do we see? Like recently, I'm just feel like in my heart and my soul. Now, what I see in the mirror, I see a writer. 
and that is it's been an amazing feeling like because now it's giving me another purpose it's giving me something more that i can indulge in and research and really dive deeper into and pour more into and be more transparent and, and more open with how i feel in my writing and, and you know less um i want to say less rhymy <laughs> it's it's gonna be poetry like my writing come out how it come out i just allow it to flow um, and then I edit that work and make it the best version of itself. If I can say things in less words, I took and I try to take and and but out of my writings, things of that nature. Like I make my writers stronger, stronger, excuse me. So I'm in a space now to where I feel like I can dedicate my life and my space to being a writer. I've been writing though my whole life. I've been writing since I was seven. You know what I mean? Since I was a kid, I've been writing. So that part isn't new, but everyone I know that is a writer says the same thing. Um, it takes years of you writing and, and not liking your writing at some point and loving it and being passionate and falling out of love and falling out of passion and regaining and coming back to it and then taking a break from it. And then you're a writer, you know what I mean? And then, so now I'm ready to, to progress and, you know, research and learn to move on to the next step, which for me is being an author. And an author is just someone who has a published, you know, body of work. So my first book, that would now make me an author, you know, which I'm working on now, two books actually, and working on a lot more poetry, you know? So this whole journey was a part of my mindfulness. I had times where I could have just wrote and called myself a writer and called myself, you know, this new poet and put pieces of work out, but I, w I didn't see myself as that. I, it didn't sound right to me, it didn't feel right to me. You know what I mean? That's awareness. That's knowing that even though we can do something doesn't mean we have to. It doesn't mean it's the right thing to do right now. You know what I mean? Things also have to align. They have to fall into place. And now I feel like they have. I feel like everything's aligned and it's time for me to go ahead and pursue, you know, my career as a writer, however that looks. So I feel great because it's a new chapter. You know what I mean? It's a, it's something new that I get to be bad at <laughs> and learn how to be good in and go through the journey and process of struggling and getting better. You know, the uh, the tug of war, <laughs> the, the pull and the push. You know what I mean? That's that's how we flow. Think about the ocean. That's how the waves flow. There's a pull and there's a push. You know what I mean? That's we have to learn to get aligned and get on that that wavelength to where things don't devastate us, but things don't overjoy us either. We we take everything in, you know, at the same level, at the same frequency. So then we can decipher and we can become aware of the lesson that we're supposed to learn and what we're witnessing. That's the point of all this. This knowledge is education. It's for us to grow. And then when you gain that knowledge, it's not to, you know what I mean, hold on to it and contain it. It's to now share it with others and share it with your village and people that's like-minded like you, people who are mindful. You know what I mean? People who give you a good, warm feeling. People who are excited to see you when they see you. People who only speak good about your name when you're not around. Those who are loyal to you. And we have to be mindful of who those people are because sometimes we give all of our blessings to the wrong people. So they, we start to resent the blessings. They don't feel like blessings anymore to us. They start to feel like a curse. And if that's how you write your story, there'll be curses. But if you write your story and tell of the blessings and the blessings you received and you were able to give, then that's how it will be read. So we have to be mindful even in our writings, writers, people will be reading this for, for the rest of time, however, that, however long that goes. So be mindful. You're not just writing this for what you see now. You're writing this for a whole world that you can't even see where it's about to go. So what do you want those people to read? What do you want those people to know? What information do you want to share? So we have to be mindful of all these things constantly, daily.
So I do my magic just to contain um, <laughs> how much energy all this consumes. You know what I mean? This is this is life work that we're doing day by day. So we have to one learn how to spread it out to the perfect amount of time to where we don't get burnt out. Not the perfect, but the right amount of time to where we don't get burnt out. And then remember that you're working things to completion. So sometimes the completion is done before the job is done. Your role in this is completed, so you move on. But we're not working everything to the end. We're not working everything for five years, for 10 years. That's an illusion. You work things to this completion, and you don't know how long that'll take. So every day that you do have to come in and be a part of this, put your all into it. And then when it's time for you to move on and another person to step up into this role, whatever it may be, accept your, you know, put in your resignation. That you don't make them have to fire you. Like, put in your resignation and, you know, humbly bow out and go figure out your next purpose, your next role. Who knows what that's going to be. But if you're stuck doing something you're not supposed to be doing, I can guarantee what you're supposed to be doing is not getting done. And these are all things we have to be mindful of. You know what I mean? Some of, some of us are more aware of these things than others, obviously. So that's why we have to share and give these things to each other. That's the point of having a village. You know what I mean? That's the point of having a coven, like, uh, so we can share, so we can work and do this magic together. Because a lot of the things that you do in your day-to-day -day life is magic, and you just don't know it yet. But these are the things we practice. You know, these are the things we work on. These are the things we strengthen. Um, did some magic last night, and it, it felt amazing. And now being able to share that space with, you know what I mean, other uh, spiritual people, is it feels great. <laughs> And I'm excited to see everyone who's going to come through and um, the spells we'll work on and the affirmations we'll create. I'm going to write a book, you know what I mean, on magic and teach people just what it really is and how they can use it every day to, you know, to fix, to better their quality of life. You know what I mean? To get your life closer to how you see it. It won't be 100% how you see it in any aspect. It will be a version of that, a version of that that gets through, created through experience that gets created through love you dig so we just have to be open to allow that to come into our lives we can't map out and draw out how we want our life to go and then try to go put our foot in those steps you just walk forward you do your dance you move around obstacles you move towards things that attach you sometimes you stand still sometimes you get low sometimes you lie down rest you know what i mean and then once you're done you'll look back and you'll see what that journey looks like then you'll be able to see the whole journey but while you're in it you just need to see what's in front of you You just need to know progression you just need to know how do i get to that next step don't be focusing on 10 steps ahead okay how i'm gonna do these 10 you need to be focusing on how to get to that next step and when you make that step okay how do i get to that next step left right left right left right that's the push and pull that's the wave that's the flow that's how this should flow that's how frequency goes it's up down up down left right you take your steps you take your steps you learn more steps you add more steps to that and then you have a dance you don't create a dance and then go do the steps you do it step by step and when you run out of steps that's the dance that's the end of it you wrap that up go practice Go do those steps until the until it's muscle memory. So you can do them with your eyes closed. So you can just feel the steps and the movements and where you're supposed to go. That's mastering something. So be mindful of what you're doing. And if you're mastering it or if you're just doing it, you just participating. You know what I mean? Because then that will change what you ask for in life. That'll change what you feel like you deserve based on the effort that you're putting into your own life. Because other people can see that and feel that energy. 
I can take a look at you and know in most cases how much effort you're going to put in your life if I can see the effort you're putting in the situation in front of us. So be mindful. You know what I mean? That people leave this earth every day and people enter this earth every day. And then that will start helping you change your steps and then what you're trying to do.